from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. The push for collective bargaining rights among Henrico teachers is growing and a fatal accident in Verina. We'll tell you about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute. It's Friday, November 17th, 2023. It's brought to you today by Elite Treats and Eats. And now for the news. About a dozen Henrico Schools teachers showed up to last Thursday's Henrico School Board meeting wearing red and holding signs urging the school board to allow collective bargaining for employees, teachers, many of whom were part of the Henrico Education Association, an organization for public educators in the county. We're joined by members of the Richmond Workers Assembly and other supporters to call for collective bargaining a process that would allow employees to negotiate their contracts with their employers. Now, in 2020, the General Assembly passed legislation that took effect the following year, making it legal for local government employees to collectively bargain the conditions of their contracts with their employers. Caveat is that either a board member must put forth a collective bargaining resolution for the board to consider, or if that does not happen, at least 50% more than 50% of employees under the same contract must sign authorization cards that will then be presented to the board, automatically forcing board members to vote on the possibility of collective bargaining within 120 days. No current school board members have said that they will put forth that resolution, so the HEA has begun the process of authorization card signing. The school board beginning in January will have a majority of Democratic members, which could make the process more likely. Newly elected board members Madison Irving of the Three Chop District and Ryan Young of the Fairfield District both said during the campaign that they would be in support of a collective bargaining resolution. The three incumbents on the board have indicated that they would consider a resolution. Now our education reporter Leanna Hardy has a deep dive look into this issue. You'll want to take a look at that right now on our website, HenricoCitizen.com. Three men are facing murder charges in connection with the August 20th murder of a 44-year-old Henrico man. Kevante Jackson, 22, of Richmond, Jackie Lane, 18, of Richmond, and Amar Lewis, 18, of Henrico, each face charges in connection with the shooting death of 44-year-old Earl Young Jr., who was found dead at the intersection of Emporia Street and Hillbrook Avenue. All three face charges of first-degree murder, abduction for pecuniary benefit, robbery, malicious wounding, conspiring to commit murder, and four counts of using a firearm in the commission of a felony. Lane and Lewis each face additional charges as well. The three were indicted by a grand jury November 13th. At that time, Jackson and Lane were already in jail on other charges. Police took Lewis into custody earlier this week near North Burnham Avenue without incident. A 60-year-old Henrico man died in a two-vehicle accident yesterday morning. It happened at about 9.30 a.m. at the intersection of Newmarket Road and Doran Road in Verina. The man, Brian Edward Suggs, was driving a GMC Envoy, which was involved in a crash with a tractor-trailer. He was pronounced dead at the scene. It's the second fatal accident near that intersection involving a tractor-trailer and a vehicle in the last several years. 
Henrico County has earned a federal grant for just more than $86,000 for its hazardous materials team as part of the Homeland Security Grant Program. Program funds will be administered by the Virginia Department of Emergency Management as part of an annual process to allocate more than $8.7 million through various federal grant programs, all designed to enhance emergency preparedness and security statewide. U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg will be interviewed during a live taping of the public radio show Full Disclosure on December 1st at the University of Richmond. The show is hosted by Robin Farzad, a journalist in residence at the Robbins School of Business at U of R. The event is currently sold out, but anyone interested in attending is invited to join the standby line one hour before the event. Seats often will become available the night of the show. You can visit our website, EnricoCitizen.com, to learn more about ticket information if tickets become available. John Schinholzer, who in 2004 co-founded the McShin Foundation, a nonprofit recovery organization, announced recently that he will retire from that organization at the end of this year. He and Carol McDade founded the organization in July of 2004. It takes its name from a combination of portions of their last names. Schinholzer has been in active recovery since 1982, and under his leadership, McShin helped pioneer the peer recovery movement nationally. He and the McShin Foundation also spearheaded the movement to begin jail peer recovery programs in Virginia. The McShin model is now used not only in Virginia jails, but also in correctional facilities nationwide. Elite Treats and Eats Ice Cream Truck and owners George and Donna Williams have a passion for serving the Henrico community and having fun. Their mobile ice cream truck travels to you and takes any event or gathering to a whole new level. With more than 25 types of ice cream treats, Elite Treats and Eats is the perfect addition to any outdoor or indoor celebration year-round. To learn more or book your event today, visit EliteTreatsAndEats.com or call 804-869-6397.